This show was recorded during Pride Month. Hi, I'm Andy Reid. Welcome to Honestly with HVCS, a podcast that brings you real honest talk about health-related issues that most people find difficult to talk about. We're here to encourage you to advocate for your own health and be your own champion. You know your body best and what your best life looks like. We give you the information you need to make informed choices. Coming up on today's show... Somebody could basically basically slap a rainbow on something, sell it for $60 when it used to be $30, um, and take somebody's money, and we don't see where that money goes. Like, I have a friend who, um, he works at Sloop. She's like one of the PR people, and, you know, they're, they're very active in the LGBT community. They, you know, they have a, not only do they have like a pride beer, um, pixie dust, which is delicious, but they're also putting proceeds and they have such a big space there. They're also using that space for transgender meetings and like meetings, it's, they're creating spaces for like safe spaces for people. I can't even count anymore how many clients just were not out. They were not out living with HIV. Family members were finding out about their sexuality normally while they were in the hospital dying. You are an honorary gay. Bob, thank you. My name is Joshua Davis. Um, I identify as a member of the LGBTQIA plus community. I am very appreciative to be on this meeting. Um, everybody brought up some amazing um, topics. I will touch on a few. I would say overall, it has been an overwhelming experience to be a, a part of the community, uh, especially being um, a person of color. Um, it does get quite interesting, either trying to um, associate with different groups or just to find out who is a part of your family, etc. Um, and just trying to establish that, that common ground um, to fit in um, and also still fighting for um, respect with pride. So what my experience is overall with pride is a great experience. It's great to have a whole month of pride. It shouldn't just be a day. It shouldn't even be a month. It should be an everyday thing. Um, it's just we have this month because of the certain events that have happened throughout history, which I'm greatly appreciative of. Um, we all must state that um, Pride was started as a revolution um, with um, trans women of color as well. So this is how everything got established. And I believe the community does forget that they really don't let's say congratulate their brothers and sisters of color and respect them as much as they should do for starting the whole revolution process. It, it is, it's unfortunate. I believe we have come so far. We have gained so much respect. We have gained so many rights. But it does seem like I know 2019, 2020, um, a, lot of, a lot of people in the community have started to become more vocal with activism um, because of certain events such as George Floyd, etc. Um, but it, it shouldn't take a major event for things to happen, for people to come back together and realize what working as one is all about. I believe that um, the fight for marriage equality, it, it was a start. And I believe once that finally got initiated and done, I believe that all the, a lot of the fight that people have, the drive, it kind of just went downhill because some people got what they wanted, um, but not everybody got still equal rights. Um, we're still fighting for um, equal rights uh, amongst um, um, people who are, are who are identify as transgender. Um, they are still not being re respected there. Uh, we need to get a lot of laws repealed on a federal level, um, because on a state level, that's where they're being made right now. Um, so we definitely need to watch out for that. 
Um, I do believe that Pride is heavily commercialized. I do believe that it has been a shift. Um, don't when this shift quite started, but I believe which probably 2000, <laughs> 2000-ish, but more in the last 10 years. It, it's, it's very sickening that, yes, you, somebody could basically basically slap a rainbow on something, sell it for $60 when it used to be $30, um, and take somebody's money, and we don't see where that money goes. We might see it go in certain places and that money being re um, reinvested to the people who have the money, but a lot of um, the different organizations, such as the ones that we work for, um, who are nonprofit, we, we don't see any of those funds. Uh, we see funds from, let's say, the ACE Institute or things like that because we realize on a national scale a world scale that there are um, obstacles that we need to overcome with AIDS and HIV and um, let's say certain stereotypes and stigmas in certain communities and that's why we're here but a lot of our places are underfunded um, funding is being cut staff is getting cut we don't have the proper resources so yes I am for um, let's say um, people wanting to help out, wanting to contribute money and wanting to put themselves out there. But at the end of the day, you're not looking out, out for little Joe, you're looking out for big Joe. So yes, I, I don't, I want to see this, like there's a movie called, I forgot where the, the, what the movie is called, but he's like, show me the money. I want to see the money. Um, we need to, I want to see that money go back into that our local community versus somebody driving a Subaru down the street from 2022. That I don't want to see that. Um, it's great to invest in a big company, but show me that we still care because we're still buying that Subaru with the little money that we do have. Well, thank you for that, Joshua. I appreciate what you're saying there. Becky, would you like to comment on and well, what everybody's been saying? I mean, Joshua just mentioned there about it, the monetary side of things. Bob and uh, Naomi have, have talked about the commercial side of things, uh, as well as other things, obviously. Do you want to add something to the pot in terms of, A, your experiences of Pride and what your commentary is with regards to how it's going, where it's going, where it could be going? So my experience with Pride really just started with Hugh Pride. Um, I was on the original committee years ago when it first started, and I remember I didn't come out until college. I remember going to my first Pride with my sister, and my nephew Landon, God, he's 15 now. He was like maybe a year and a half old. He had like little flags, and he was, you know, it was just great. I mean, he obviously didn't know what was going on. But like every year after that, it was it became tradition. Jesse would come down, and she had another baby, so it was like two strollers. But um, you know that was just a really cool experience, and to have them experience it at, at such like a young age and and equate that flag to I just thought it was kind of kind of nice. So I I had a good experience, but I've never been to like a big pride. It's always you know just Albany Pride or uh, New Paltz. Um, but I think. I think with like corporations and, you know, people buying in, I think it just depends on, like, I have a friend who, um, she works at Sloop. She's like one of the PR people. And, you know, they're, they're very active in the LGBT community. They, you know, they have a, not only do they have like a pride beer, um, pixie dust, which is delicious, but they're also putting proceeds and they have such a big space there. They're also using that space for transgender meetings and like meetings. It's, they're creating spaces for like safe spaces for people 
And I just think, and they have programs, um, I mean, it's not necessarily for LGBTQ community, but to, you know, young women and women of color to get them apprenticed into like the brewery ship. And so they can start their own brewery. So like, I like to see stuff like that. But also, I'm not going to lie, when I go into PetSmart and I see the pride section and I can buy a little stuff for my dog, that's it's sweet, you know. But I mean, corporations exploit people all the time, for sure. And they have been and they probably always will. But if I can see that it's going back into the community, then, you know, I'm OK. But like, honestly, I last week, two weeks ago, maybe I saw this the little tweet from Burger King, how they, they kind of like shamed Chick-fil-A which I was like, I'm going to go get a chicken sandwich. It's probably going to taste like crap. But I went and I bought a chicken sandwich because for the whole month of June, they're taking that money and they're donating it to the Human Rights Coalition. So, you know, just little things like that. Like I'll, I'll spend, you know, $4.99 on a chicken sandwich if I know that it's going to, you know, a good cause. And they're willing to put that out there on Twitter like, Chick-fil-A, you guys are evil, and this is what we're going to do to support our people. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, the conversation, before I started this uh, podcast, I wasn't expecting this to go down a, a, a route of, you know, looking at the, the, the commercial side of uh, Pride. Um, so it's quite interesting that, that everybody's kind of picked up on that and, and discussed it at some level. Um, I want to bring in Jenny now. Jenny, You've been sitting here listening to everybody. Which, which your point of view on all of this? So I find myself sitting here as an ally, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking, but ally is a word that gets thrown around way too easily, and not enough self-identified allies really do the work that I think is required. And I mean, each person that spoke, I'm sitting here going, yes, 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 yes. You know, in terms of corporate, I'm sitting here thinking it's the same thing for Black History Month, right? You start seeing all the stickers and, and then it's like, well, it's now December. What, what happened? We're not, we've stopped the conversation. Or breast cancer, you know, you see pink ribbons everywhere. Um, HIV and AIDS, you know, uh, December, World AIDS Day, you see all of these products come out. And it really makes me think, where, where does this money really go? Where does it really go? So that's kind of the corporate side of things. But, uh, you know, in terms of being an ally, I really like what Joshua said, and someone else said it too, that it's not, you know, it's Pride Month, but that doesn't mean come July that we forget about everything. It really is every day. So, so for me, as an, as an ally, it's, it's really understanding Pride and talking about it with others. I'm not the expert by any means, but, you know, I'm always up for a conversation and education. I can certainly be educated. I know I'm an old dog, but I can learn some new tricks, you know? So really, you know, understanding pride, I think recognizing, you know, your own privilege. I haven't had to fight the fight. I haven't, you know, um, but I have friends that have, and I've had family members that have, and loved ones, and clients, you know, throughout my history with the agency. Um, I, I can't even count anymore how many clients just were not out. They were not out living with HIV, family members were finding out about their sexuality normally while they were in the hospital dying. And it just shouldn't be that way. And I, I'm sure everybody here is nodding their head that we've seen that way too many times. Um, I think also as an ally, you need to take on dealing with hate. You know, when you see something, you say something. And I see way too many self-identified allies that 
during Pride, it's great. You, you, they're out there. That's wonderful. But then who did you vote? You voted for who? What? Wait a minute. You're going to Chick-fil-A? What? Do you, do you understand? Like that? So it's every day. And I think too, you know, for Pride, enjoying it, but also knowing, you know, as an ally, as a, somebody who I identify as straight female, right? It's not my month, but, you know, I can be there. I can hold some space, but I don't want to take the space of someone else who was living it every single day and, and either struggling or saying, I don't give a damn. This is who I am. And I'm going to celebrate this month. I don't care what anybody thinks. You should celebrate this month. You are an honorary gay. Bob, thank you. I greatly appreciate that. You're not an old dog. I'm an old dog. Let's get, thank you. (laughs) You know, I wanted to to say something because it it dawned on me that throughout these these years that I was talking about, I used to have to say my partner, no, no, they can't come. They're busy. What does your wife do? Um, Mm -hmm. Today, I don't have a problem saying my husband. Today, if somebody doesn't like that I have a husband, too bad. You can have your spouse, I have my spouse. And, and, and that's, that's one of the blessings of where we've come. Um, that's actually also one of the blessings, unfortunate, or fortunately, of the commercialism, because it is that commercialism that has helped to propel us to a point of being a household whatever. Uh, to to see commercials that that show a lesbian couple or a gay couple or uh, to think that we have a a, a trans woman uh, heading one of the largest departments in the government today that wouldn't have happened if we didn't have corporations and and the commercialism but like Jenny said you're right it, it's a month and then all of a sudden it's gone. You know, I, I appreciate every day where we are, uh, but then Pride, and that the other the other half of this is Pride Month also reminds us of how fragile our rights are and how vulnerable we are uh, when we see laws that are being discriminatory and exclusive rather than inclusive. Uh, when we when we have bathroom bills, um, when we have states that are, are not allowing reaffirmation surgery, that type of stuff. Our rights, though we fought really hard for them, are very fragile. And, uh, and certainly, I don't take that for granted today. So there you go. That was just a little follow-up. That's all we have time for today. But before we go, I would like to thank my guests, Joshua Davis, Rebecca Dean, Jenny Schneider, and Bob Boudreau for taking time to come on the show and share valuable and personal information with our listeners. Tune in next time to Honestly from HVCS in order to meet more people doing what they can to improve your quality of life and encourage a healthy Hudson Valley. If you like the show, please leave a five-star review wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Learn more about our free services at www hudsonvalley.org or find us on social media. HVCS is a division of Cornerstone Family Healthcare. Until next time, goodbye.